You're listening to The Life Hack Show, a featured podcast of lifehack.org, where we teach you how to live your best life without sacrifice. I'm Allie Kramer, and today I'll be talking with Dr. Brian Lima. Dr. Lima is a cardiac surgeon, associate professor of surgery, and recognized authority in advanced heart failure. In his book, Heart to Beat, a cardiac surgeon's inspiring story of success and overcoming adversity, The Heart Way, Dr. Lima shares his lessons he learned as he built his own career against all odds. His insights are inspirational to anyone who wants to accomplish professional goals of their own. Hi, Dr. Lima. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So you've had quite a remarkable life. Uh, You've persevered through countless challenges growing up in a humid immigrant family and set out to fulfill what many would consider an impossible dream, all while accomplishing it through approximately 20 years of hard work at some of the most prestigious institutions in the world. Props to you, Dr. Lima. That's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you. It's, it, when you say it all together like that, I guess it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, and, and I'm hoping that um, as our listeners you know, hear your advice, they think about everything that, that you've been through um, and what you've done to accomplish it. So I'm really looking forward to hear your insights that you're going to share with us today. Great, great. So at Lifehack, one of the core principles we teach is the importance of having the the right mindset or uh, a positive mindset, a progress mindset in accomplishing your goals and keeping optimistic when facing obstacles. So I'd love to start off with a quote from you. Um, It says, success is not reserved for the smartest or most talented. It's earned by those who want it the most. Heart conquers all and the triumphant always go all in, never settling for anything less than their best effort. This is a really inspiring and encouraging statement. Can you talk a little more about this mindset and what exactly it means to want it most? Sure. Uh, so it, it really does boil down to mindset and, uh, because no matter what you're pursuing, if you're pursuing it um, to the farthest levels you can to attain mastery or success, however you define it, chances are it's not going to be a smooth ride. You're going to encounter some setback, some failure along the way. It's just inevitable. Uh, if it were that easy, you know, then everybody would do it. So that, mm-hmm. that's what makes the, the journey special. And I think what deters a lot of people um, from going all in or, or, or making it to the end is not being able to handle those, uh, those missteps, those mistakes, those setbacks. And it's all about mindset. It's basically, okay, this was a failure. Or this didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, but this is not going to be the defining moment of this whole journey of me, of my whole life. It, this is just one you know, snapshot and I'm going to get back on the, on the horse and just keep trucking. And it's that ability to put things behind you, stay positive, maintain that growth mindset that I think is what hundred percent allowed me to achieve what I've achieved in my life. But I think it's key for anybody else as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I I can't help but remark on um, how you've integrated your experience um, through your own life, uh, like, you know, overcoming these adversities, accomplishing these goals despite circumstances, and yet also accomplishing being um, a heart specialist. There's a a pretty cool tie in there. Um, I'm going to jump to a question about that a little bit later, but Mm -hmm. could I ask real quickly... um, what inspired you to connect these dots and write this book? It really, 
first of all, it's something that never happened to me before in my entire life. It was when I was fresh out of training and I just woke up in the middle of the night with this, you know, flurry of ideas. I, I started jotting them down. And then over time, it just grew bigger and bigger, snowballed into hundreds of pages of notes. That's and so it was cool. basically, yeah, it was like, it was almost like I had like locked away all these observations uh, and takeaways from my journey along the way. And my, my brain was like, okay, time to sort of download this somewhere. <laughs> uh, we need to share this or because, you know, there's like limited space in my brain for stuff. So I was like, okay, this has to get out because I have to make room for other stuff. Um, and it was really basically reflecting on how far I had come and realized, wow, I, I actually can't believe I did that. You know, because mm-hmm. like you kind of harken back to, you know, when you were younger and look at your future self and be like, wow, there's, I can't believe I did that. It's amazing. Um, I would have never thought I could do it. And what I learned along the way is what I wanted to share in this book. And it really success is not some magical uh, thing reserved for special people. It's for mm-hmm. people who are really willing to put in the time and the work. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that message because I think a lot of people, and and we certainly at Lifehack get a lot of readers, listeners who will chime in and say, you know, it's it's my circumstances in life that don't permit me to be successful, that don't don't allow me this opportunity for success. And your message is is really kind of the exact opposite of that. It is, and you know, I. Uh... I, I remarked on this a few times in Heart to Beat. I took the longest possible track for training that exists in medicine. To be a heart surgeon, it's 10 long years of training after four years of med school and four years of college. So the, the idea that, um, you know, a lot of people I run into kind of feel like they're in a rut in life, that they've, they're sort of already down the rabbit hole. There's no turning back. That's it. They're set. And um, they don't recognize that you know, you still so much more time mm-hmm. uh, to turn things around, to hit the reset button, to reinvent yourself. Uh, and people just need that little push to get over that inertia to, to take that on. Definitely, definitely. And having people um, sharing their own inspiring stories certainly is, is helpful as well. Mm-hmm. So I want to jump into, into the, the meat of your book, Heart to Beat. You share a story from when you were in the eighth grade that was a turning point in how you approached life. Could you maybe tap into this story for our listeners? Sure. It was, um, you know, it was, uh, it was eighth grade graduation, and I really wasn't that great of a student. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I did okay, but I kind of just scraped by. I didn't really put a lot of effort in. And at the graduation ceremony, there was – awards given out. And uh, my closest friend, uh, who was also from a family of immigrants, just totally knocked it out of the park. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he won like every single award, got called up a bunch of times. Uh-huh. And I remember feeling like, ooh, okay, so there are consequences for <laughs> putting in effort. I felt so humiliated. It was just like this turning point because I knew I didn't put anywhere near to the amount of effort I should have or mm-hmm. could have. Mm-hmm. and uh, I just felt ashamed of myself, and I was like, you know, maybe I wouldn't have won these awards, but hey, at least maybe I would have come close, so I'm never going to let that happen again, and it was, it's a lot for a youngster at that age to mm-hmm. that kind of epiphany, but it, 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 it kind of the, the light went off in my head at that moment, and that's kind of how I've approached everything since then. 
I really love that. I love also that it's, it was one of your friends that, you know, showed you even inadvertently that this, these results could happen with, with hard work and Mm -hmm. then let you understand like, oh, okay, I need to try a little bit harder because I'm capable of it. And this sucks being left out. (laughs) Oh yeah, it did. It was terrible. I felt awful. I felt, I mean, because my parents, as I get into the book, had been through so much and, you know, the least I could do is at least put forth effort. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of felt I let them down too and myself down. So I was like, no, 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 never again. I'm never letting that happen again. That's, that's really empowering. And one of the lessons you share in Heart to Be is this um, idea of no regrets allowed. Mm-hmm. Though, like a lot of people, it's, it's really difficult not to get stuck on past mistakes, not to have regrets. Um, what advice do you have for people who often second guess themselves? Like a lot of things or almost everything, it's a matter of mindset and repetition. Uh, Sure, I I say it there in black and white, but it's obviously much easier said than done. Um, And it's still something that I have to work on. And the way I look at it is um, having this ability to have almost like a selective amnesia. Uh, I make a lot of sports analogies in the book, but it's like, you know, a quarterback has a, a bunch of horrible first half, just does absolutely terrible. And you're like, okay, this game's over, forget it. Mm-hmm. And then they come back and it's like, they just completely forget that they had such a, you know, crummy game and bring the team back and win. And I think that's how I uh, view this whole situation. It's not to let your mind get so wrapped up in, oh, I messed up or perseverate on that mistake or let it define you. It's, it's, it's having that growth mindset like, okay, this was bad. This was not great. It's not how I wanted it to go, but this is not the end. You know, that was then. Now this is now. And now I just have, I can't do anything about it. It's done is done. Now I just got to keep trucking along and, and, and get better. Mm-hmm. And um, that comes with time. It comes with practice. It, it's kind of almost rewiring your brain to, to think things through that way. Absolutely. So I think that's what it boils down to. Yeah, that's, that's really great. And it's, it is important how much you stress this idea of mindset, because I think a lot of people don't realize the power that our mind has. But as you've just uh, uh, really explained in your example about just being an eighth grader, someone with a very malleable mind, um, you had that you made that decision that you weren't going to ever let that happen again. And now look where you are. It was pretty remarkable. Yeah. I still don't know. It's pretty um, unique because I, I, I've not heard a story like that maybe for someone at that young of an age, but I'll take it. <laughs> it works for me. Uh, I don't, not, not everything has to be explicable, so it's okay. I'll, I'll go with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's great. <laughs> and you know, I, I also enjoy the, the mindset of no regrets allowed because it's, it means that, you know, you're not a failure in, in your whole, you know, journey in life that everyone makes mistakes. And often many of the most successful people out there have made plenty of failures and plenty of mistakes. And it is that growth mindset that you talk about that has gotten them through. Right. Cause I mean, the, the success is by no stretch of the imagination easy. Uh, if anyone tells you that, then they're, they're full of it. It's, mm-hmm. but it arrives and comes after a lot of uh, troubleshooting, trial and error, getting back up from you know from a defeat. There's, it's just the way it goes. There's no way around it. And the sooner you embrace that and just know, okay, this is part of the journey. This is part of this process. As soon as you you've let that kind of just become almost 
like an expectation, like, okay, this is sooner or later, something's going to happen. It's not going to all be, you know, rainbows and unicorns. Then I think the easier it is to stomach those when they happen. Absolutely. It's a, it's a really liberating type of mindset to just expect things not to always go smoothly, but then to appreciate when they do. Um, right. Really powerful stuff. And so, you, you know, with that said, it's also easy to become complacent when things are going really well or once you've attained a goal that you've, you've set out to reach. Yet you say that complacency is your biggest adversary. Could you talk a little more about this and share any advice you have on how people can avoid becoming complacent? Well, I think it's uh, similar to the um, having no regrets. It's something that comes with time. But, mm-hmm. you know, what I joke around about in Hard to Beat is life has a way of just reminding you that you're not as great as you think you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, it's <laughs> happened to me plenty of times. You know, you, you, you reach these milestones and you kind of like, all right, you know, um, you puff your chest out. You think you're kind of a big deal. And <laughs> all of a sudden you're like, all right, I got the hang of this. This is I'm all over this. And then wham, you know, yeah. something happens and the, the world reminds you you're not in control of everything. Uh, and it's not all about you. So I think it, it'll come. So either you embrace that also and say, okay, um, it's not a destination. Success is a lifelong thing. You're never mm-hmm. a finished product per se. You, you, you're developing and growing and um, expanding your horizons your entire life. So yeah. Uh, and I, it took me a long time to understand that too, because you kind of get into that. Okay, well, when I graduate college, it's this, or when I get that job, then I'm done, quote, mm-hmm. quote, right? But you're never done, really. <laughs> uh, and that's the point here. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I emphasize that a great deal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the word "done" is uh, will resonate with a lot of listeners because. Um, You know, many, many people, once they've accomplished uh, a degree in university and then maybe landed a job, they think, oh, okay, it's over. But yet that is a static mindset that will not produce good results as you, again, face these other adversities and, um, you know, have have issues in your life that that change, Um, your goals may change. And it's really about continuous improvement. I think that that's, that's some wonderful advice. And it, and it trickles into not just, you know, your, what your career goal may be, but your life too, your relationships, marriages, you know, it's never, uh, you can never, there is no such thing as autopilot. I think when you sort of get that comfortable, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And I, I know many people, especially those in uh, marriages can relate to that. The, the common trope of, uh, you know, just letting yourself go in a relationship. And I don't even mean physically. It's, it's that complacency with, okay, I'm here. I'm settled. That's all I have to give. I, I'm comfortable. I can relax. But it's not even a matter of really not being able to relax. It's just always thinking forward how to, you know, what's the next step in the journey and how, how you can make the best of that. I think Precisely. Yeah, it's really great. So now let's jump. Um, I want to jump into the contents of your book. Let our re- listeners know um, what they can find in, in heart to beat. And um, you know, a, a little bit later we can, as you, as you talk about this, I'd, I'd also love to connect the, the idea of having a growth mindset and fitness, um, and the role that fitness plays in career success. Sure. So uh, 
the best way to describe the book is uh, I had one of um, a colleague of mine write um, um, review it and give his endorsement, and he he described it as a motivational manifesto, which I love. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And, that's, and that does some. It's sort of a motivational uh, autobiography that attempts to share a blueprint, if you will, of what tactics. Um, worked for me along the way, what, what lessons I learned along the way. And these are universal things that would apply to any career path, any journey, not just, you know, the fact that this specific journey is about my, um, you know, life uh, and story of becoming a cardiac surgeon is just a specific example, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the only applicable example. It's really for any, any, from all, for anybody, any walk of life, uh, young, old, um, so it is a universal message of how to achieve success and make it through all the challenges and hurdles along the way. Mm-hmm. And at the very end of the book, it, uh, the third section, I do talk, you know, I figure, well, you know, I might as well throw in a little bonus uh, health stuff related <laughs> to, to the heart. I might as well. Um, and I do talk about heart health and life in the trenches uh, from my perspective as a heart surgeon um, and really uh, how people can have a healthy heart lifestyle and, you know, live long productive lives. So I do touch on that as a, as kind of a bonus feature uh, at the end of the book. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I can only imagine the, the healthy you healthier you are in your physical body. Um, it's, it's going to trickle into your mental health as well. And it's, you know, it's, it's also a matter of those, those progress, uh, the growth mindset, the progress mindset of setting goals and then, you know, continuing to improve once you've accomplished that goal, not just getting complacent with that, um, but continuing to improve yourself. As you're saying, this type of mindset, this type of self-improvement is a lifelong journey. So clearly having, having a healthy heart is an important part of that. Right. And these themes sort of are parallel across the the continuum of your own career, you know, success, your own relationship and familial success, and then your own health as a, as a human being. None of this stuff is autopilot. None of this stuff is all right. Um, I think we got this figured out now. Now it's the, you know, stick to the same routine. These are all active processes that, you know, are day in, day out. Um, your health is, is definitely, definitely no exception. You, you, to have a healthy lifestyle, you have to do the right things. You have to eat the right things. You have to exercise. You do have to be cognizant of these things. You have to see a doctor on a regular basis, um, and keep track of all these things. They're not going to do it for, you know, on their, on their own. And so you have to sort of take ownership of your Mm -hmm. life across the board. Right. And that seems to be the the common theme here is taking control, taking ownership, um, having that personal agency to you know not even necessarily reclaim your life, um, but p- potentially, but claim your life and say, you know, I'm in control of this, and whatever I set forth to do, I can accomplish it. And going back to your original quote, I can do that through hard work if I if I really want it enough. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. I also appreciate that your book appeals to so many people. I can imagine that people, um, young people getting right out of high school and wondering how they're going to even start their their journey outside of their parental home or people that are maybe after retirement and want to start a second, third, fourth career. 
all of this advice can be extremely helpful and inspirational to people, no matter what they're, where they find themselves on their life path. And I, and I, I can attest to that as well, because I've, I've spoken to a few high school groups of students mm-hmm. and uh, I get the same um, interest and positive feedback from both the students and their parents and, nice. and for different reasons or, you know, overlapping reasons. The parents like that idea and want their, their, their children to embrace some of the principles I talk about and some of the lessons. And they also just for their own health, right? Their own heart health, their own, maybe they're thinking about where they are in their lives with their career and and maybe want to explore other avenues. So I think it does have that universal appeal. Um, and I've seen kind of that interest bear out, uh, when I've spoken to people about it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, we have so many people that write into us, um, with varying, uh, let's say places in their own life journeys, different age groups, um, all different goals. And I can see how this book would be very beneficial to basically anyone that writes in wanting to understand how to, um, take control of their circumstances and really reach their definition of success. Yeah, and I wholeheartedly believe that. I mean, I think my goal for the book is to help people become the best versions of themselves. And um, it's, it's, it's not an easy process, but it's a doable process. And um, I think that's the key takeaway. Definitely. And also just having such an inspiring person telling their own story. And um, again, not to diminish anyone else's goals, but that's, that's quite an accomplishment. Um, becoming a, a cardiac surgeon, that's one of those very ambitious goals. So hopefully people that um, don't feel that they want to go into 20 years of training no. <laughs> could say, hey, you know what? He, got, he did this pretty pretty easily and, and he's still alive to tell the story so I can do it myself. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's funny though. It really, it's to that, uh, to that end, it's, it's never too late. You know, uh-huh. in my medical school class, entering class, you know, most of us, the vast majority of us were fresh out of college, but there was actually folks in their late forties, early fifties who were on, you know, deciding, Hey, you know what, I'm going to become a physician. It's wow. never too, yeah, and that's those are rare things, but it's just kind of an extreme example of it's never too late to decide, you know what, I want to reinvent myself. I'm going to explore things I'd always thought about doing, but just never really, you know, just, just never made the effort or overcame the inertia. So it's never too late. So uh, that, this book really uh, is a testament to that, that if some meathead kid from Jersey like me could do what I'm doing now. <laughs> Uh, I, anything is possible. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's great. And I, I like how you comment on it being a little bit rarer now for people say in their forties to be taking up with such an ambitious second career or third career. But at the same time, maybe getting this message out will make this, um, be a little less rare. will empower people to say, Hey, you know what? This is for me. And this is where I'm going. Like you said, it's never too late. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, this was this is such an inspiring episode, Dr. Lima. Um, can you please let our listeners know where they can purchase your book, Heart to Beat? So the book is available on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And um, for more information or direct links to purchase the book, you can just go to my website, which is uh, www.brianlimamd.com. Wonderful. 
Very, very great. This is such an inspiring episode. Um, Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Really appreciate you joining us uh, in these these hectic times. We're in the middle of March here, at the end of March, uh, going through the COVID nineteen oh, <laughs> epidemic. Boy, yeah. yeah, it's crazy times, but um, it it's fine. it's messages like these that I think will keep us going and and keep us hopeful and inspired. And we need more of it in the world. Absolutely. Agree. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Definitely. Um, And to all of our listeners out there, thank you for listening today. And be sure to check out Dr. Lima's book, Heart to Beat, A Cardiac Surgeon's Inspiring Story of Success and Overcoming Adversity, The Heart Way. That wraps up today's show, and please stay tuned for the next episode.